The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Everyone knows what we're here to say. We're going to transition another day. Hey, guess what? It's Thursday night. I'm going to move the mic up because it's Thursday night and it's time for... Wait, did I roll a wild? You're a Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. Guess what? We got a lot to go over tonight. Do we really? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe not. We're about to find out, though. Uh, as I am here in this chair, uh, my name's Tim, and I am joined by my partner, my comrade, my pope conspirator, um, but more importantly, my pole boy, Dan. I'm not a sandwich. You could be if you tried it. <gasps> it's National yourself. Sandwich Day. Did you know that? Why else would I have brought up a pole boy? No, actually, I had no idea. Is that true? It is. Oh, that's pretty awesome, actually. I'm a little sad I didn't have any sandwiches today, but... I also didn't have any sandwiches today. Well, we got to remedy that after we're done recording. Yeah. Do you know what the one of the greatest things about po' boys are? Sandwiches. Sometimes sandwiches. There, sometimes there's, there's shrimp on it. I mean, that I, I that really, makes it a po' boy, doesn't it? I really like shrimp. That was my understanding, but I suppose you could put, like, maybe fried fish on it instead, and it still might be a po' boy. I feel like... I'm not sure the actual definition of a po' boy... Yeah. If certain um, chef inclined people were in the chat, they could probably help us out. But I feel like as long as it's like something deep fried in the sandwich that probably has like a seafood relation. Yeah. I, so my understanding is that it was a po' boy because uh, it was made of a bunch of meats and things that were effectively considered scraps. Um, and it was a a, a a sandwich that you could afford and make if you were poor. That's why it's called the Po' Boy. Just a poor sandwich. Nobody likes them. Uh, let's find out, though. So I know that's this is kind of really cutting-edge stuff that everyone's super interested in, but let's just go ahead and find out uh, Po' Boy definition. <laughs> um, it's uh, a sandwich from Louisiana. It almost always consists of meat, which is usually roast beef or some form of fried seafood. The meat is served on New Orleans French bread, known for its crispy crust and fluffy center. Crispity, crunchity. Peanut buttery taste of po' boys. Now, I know a lot of you might be saying, uh, Tim, the stream information says that it's episode 88 and you're talking about the new Wolverine. Wrong. Actually, uh, it does say that, but it is now updated to say that we're talking about Pyro and Blob's cards. Also, it says that we had a minute 14 video and we're not currently live. Okay. So that would be the internet. God damn it. Is it working perfectly fine? All the other time. Um, I mean, legitimately, it is probably a weak connection uh, from the poll. 
So every time wind blows or a car goes by or something jostles it, it is probably um, affecting its connectivity. <sighs> would be my guess. But you know what? Uh, listen, there's still going to be a podcast version, right? Internet doesn't affect that. In fact, it can't. So let's We're talk. still recording. Yeah, we are. Uh, big whoop. You want to fight about it? Bada bada about it because we could. But so let's go over uh, some hobby thoughts. Dan, do you hobby? I've heard you hobby occasionally. You have been known to hobby. Yeah, adjacent to the regional hobbyer. Yeah. Okay. What have you been a minute? Well, I mean, it's been it's been a couple weeks since we've seen you. True. So what have you? What what brushes have you put to paint over the last two weeks? Uh, none. Daniel. I yeah. know there was so much of that October release it was just kind of overwhelming. I got the one Sentinel like tabletop ready and then yeah. it was just I couldn't I couldn't find the motivation to do any more. I uh, <clears throat> lied last week when I said that I had primed my Sentinel and Spiderhead Sentinel. <gasps> I didn't actually do it. I did do it, however, this past weekend. Uh, uh, and I have proof because uh, my garage is filled with cats. That are not my cats, nor cats that I want around. So it is difficult for me to get in and out of my garage. So all of the stuff that I have to prime things, including that primed black swan, is still in there. Probably destroyed, as well as like 1,700 points of Adeptus Mechanicus models. Yo, black swan is good. You should get her out of there. Yeah, I, I also agree. <laughs> um, but so I was I was holding my Sentinel Prime in my hand. Why would you do while that? priming? I don't know how to do this stuff, Dan. Just put it out a box. Once again, all the boxes were in the garage. I thought if oh. I could go in there to prime, I could just go in there to get the boxes. You so got I just, other boxes in your. I house. held well. They were already all flattened because when like an Amazon box comes in, I, I disassemble it. So, so put so it on it a flat out. box and hold it by the corner. Yeah, that would have worked. But I didn't do that. You need to consult the Discord before you do these things. Well, a lot of people in there that could have given you good ideas. So I sprayed my hand a lot with Naturally. black with black primer because I'm going to yeah. slap chop these bad boys, right? Slap, so slap, uh, it was very difficult to get that soap or that that paint off. Uh, it took most of the week. Uh, it is still on my fingernails, which you can see oh, right here, right in the corners, right there. in the corners. So How much yeah, of it that was soap. Did you put in your mouth too? Well, my I didn't spray paint my tongue, so I didn't feel the need to oh. uh, put soap on my tongue. But had I, I probably would have, because it did say dish soap was the best way to get it off. Oh, nice. Um, I also ruined two toothbrushes uh, by scrubbing my hand with those toothbrushes. Nice. They're very black now. I tried to tell my wife that, oh, well, there's one of those new charcoal toothbrushes that you can use with your charcoal toothpaste. Oh, yeah. I've and she, she was like, I don't have charcoal toothpaste or a toothbrush. And I was like, you do now? She's like, why did you need to ruin the toothpaste, too? And I was like, listen, it was funny to me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. 100%. Uh, you want to see a funny video of Tim with putting soap in his mouth, or it leads to that at least. Yeah. Uh, check out our TikTok. It'll, at the time of recording, it'll be up tomorrow. But Wait, really? Yeah. I clipped it out. <laughs> I love that. For a drop. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're getting more active on TikTok again uh, with drops. We're going to throw other things on there as well as we think of them. And just, you know, try, was, we just at Professional Casual, right? Or yep. the Professional Casual Network? Uh, just I think it's at just pro, pro, Professional Casual. You know what? I can find out, actually. You can't. So the, the thing that he's talking about is uh, JB and I tried some of these uh, Pacao, Pacqui, 
uh, one chip challenges. Um, and uh, I, I went for a nibble. It was a nibble. It wasn't the whole chip. And it burnt a lot. And the packaging says, if you get this on your hands and fingers, wash it thoroughly with soap and water. Don't touch your eyeballs. Don't touch your eyeballs. So I was like, okay, if it gets it, if it gets the blue fire off of your hands, mm. if I wash my tongue and mouth out with hand soap, then obviously it's also going to get rid of the heat there. And I will say it did a considerable job. Yeah, you talked funny for a while. I did. <laughs> but I was able to then record the rest of the episode. And then JB took a tiny bite on his way home. And I think he's dead. I, we haven't heard from him in a while. It's been a hot minute. Uh, so Yeah, so check out... Uh, Twitter, no, TikTok, that's the one. Yeah. At Professional Casual. Uh, it'll go up tomorrow for funsies. I'm I'm excited about that. Consider <laughs> it's me. real concerned real fast. <laughs> There's definitely a moment where I was like, I like spicy food. Yeah. I, I, I like very spicy food even. Um, I, I, like I feel like many people do, uh, certainly underestimated that chip. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of fakers on TikTok that just get a blue corn tortilla trip and they eat it and they're like, oh, it's not hot at all. And then a bunch of people in the comments call them out because it didn't actually turn their tongue blue because that's, that's a big indicator. It is. It's, it's one of the, uh, one of, one of their best decisions. However, the only hot stuff in my mouth that I want to talk about are these new pyro and blob cards. St. John Allardyce's tactics cards. Correct. Oh, they're so good. I love them. And you can put them in your mouth when you use one of the Professional Casual Network's new card sleeves to keep oh. it from getting ruined when you put it in your mouth. I was like, where is he going with this? Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> uh, but make sure to check out the show notes for this episode or check out the Facebook where you can see the four designs that are currently up to on yeah. pre-order, two are released. Uh, and I'm really hoping uh, those of you that pre-ordered uh, the Gold Friends and the Wild Friends have gotten your orders because they went out uh, actually almost a week ago about a week ago so the pre-orders went out early so maybe they're already in your hand oh ben got his ex for, uh gold friend sleeves yeah nice uh yeah super super exciting we, we've been wild speculating about these tactics cards forever yes yep we got three Mm -hmm. One is uh, a reprint with new artwork. Brace awesome new art. Rippling. Way, belly new art. Way better artwork. Oh, yeah. I mean, just what is, I can't quite tell. It looks like a car was thrown in the blob, so his belly's just rippling like somebody just slapped Homer Simpson on the stomach. Mm-hmm. Roll, 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 roll. Uh, fantastic. I mean, when I use Brace, I'm definitely using this version of it. Yes. Come on. Yep. Uh, but we got two other tactics cards, one for Pyro, one for Blob, and a special guest. I, and I really like the special guest, too. There's one thing that Brotherhood always needs more of, and it's tongue punching. <laughs> and not only did they give us a way for Toad to have uh, a reason to be tongue punching more, it also gives you another punch. It's really a tongue punch punch. Well, you want to talk about Leapfrog, I and I'll talk about Pyrotechnics? I do really want to talk about Leapfrog. <laughs> so this is an unaffiliated reactive. So, yeah, guess what? Five points. Guess, guess what dynamic duo is going to be in everyone's splash list? Blob and Toad. Yeah, actually. The old, Toad's already super popular. The old Blode. Blode looks like it'll be an easy splash. Oh, does yeah. does have that thunder splash or whatever his attack is. What would the other one be? Slob? <laughs> Wait, what? Well, if you get... If, if, oh. Yeah, if the blode? power couple is... is Wait. No, that'd be the same. Yeah, Blode also. Blode? Yeah, I said Blode. 
So blob would be blob and toad, but what's toad and blob? I think tlob. 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 You know, if you're not making it difficult, <laughs> if you're not making difficult consonant clusters, like why are you even showing up? I like you know? blowed. It just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it, it's super fitting too. But so leapfrog, unaffiliated, reactive. After an allied, very specific, toad deals damage with an attack, an allied, the blob, and toad may each spend one power to play this card. The blob may advance short and make a strike attack. Yeah. Like it a lot. A free move? Not only oh, that. Free. One power move? We half called this one. Because uh, we, uh, or at least I had likened a, probably a blob card that would be similar to Juggernauts. When someone attacks somebody, he gets a move and then can strike. Oh, right, 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 right. You totally so, did. But, Pretty um, close. Yeah. I mean, it's a I little bit different. Toad to be involved, but I like it. Yeah, I like it more. They were like, how could we make Tim even happier? <laughs> yeah, because Tim just gets everything he wants in this. Just game. put some more toad in it. Well, yeah, I do. 100%. <laughs> what will you pay me to say that I want Iceman in this game? Uh, you just did. So, winner. Uh, listen, uh, what, what's an objection that would work there? Objection. Right, well, yes, but then you need to follow it up with something. Uh, leading the winner. Your honor. <laughs> all right i don't know i'm not zaresk i'm not a lawyer so i i i, I really dig this card it's super thematic and i just i love bad guys being buddies and i don't even really consider them bad guys i consider they're misunderstood yeah i'm 100 uh just because they're bad guys doesn't mean they're bad guys dan yeah and you know sometimes some misunderstood people uh get to buddy up and I think it's a great card. I think it is competitively priced for the power that it yeah, costs. Yeah, one power each. Pretty easy, nice. Easy. Pretty nice. I mean, it's pretty much uh, Daughters of Thanos for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah, kind of. Pretty costs, much. It only costs one each. I do love that he gets an advance out of it. He does. With his medium base. That's a pretty far movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the only downside is that Toad has to attack and do damage. Correct. Which isn't super easy to do. But when right. it works and then Blob is like, oh, my turn. And then yeah. he punches you with his strength five builder. Like, But just just remember, if Blob ever says anything in combat, he only has one line. And it's, no, you can't have any. Because obviously. <laughs> he's throwing that bucket of chicken. Yeah, at he's you. throwing the bucket of ice cream. Uh, <laughs> and to be fair, maybe that is the target of this attack. Maybe Toad. Is like, oh, I never get any ice cream. I'm just going to throw my tongue at it. And then Blob's like, whoa, mind if I cut in? <laughs> sugar, sugar. <laughs> no, I. it's super thematic. It's one of those that if you are if you have both of these in your list, there's no reason not to take it because yes. I, you know, we, we hear the thing all the time, like if Toad's attacking, he's in the wrong spot or something like that. But I don't. I don't really subscribe to that because his tongue punch, I forget what it's actually called. It's range three. Strike. Yep. It's got a good range. It has a push, mm -hmm. you know, doubling that up with Blob. Especially awesome. if Blob is very far away from someone and Toad is on the other side, this is not range restricted. No, So a Toad on the opposite side, Toad hopping over and then tongue punching someone towards Blob and then Blob is going to be able to move closer to them. Or like hear it. me out. No. Okay. Uh, pyrotechnics. <laughs> yeah. What if, Okay, so what if Toad does his spit, incinerates him, yeah. then Blob punches him even harder? Yeah. Yep. Totally worth one power each. I like it a lot. It's super thematic. Are you going to use it every single game? Yes. It might not Short come Short answer, up, yeah. But yeah, yep. you're going to try to. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so the other card is Pyrotechnics. Has a sweet fire shark on it, it for some reason. It does have actually a really cool Looks fire awesome. Shark. Another unaffiliated, which I love. They don't have to be in Brotherhood to use these cards. Yep. It is an active card. So this is Pyros. He may spend X power to play this card. For each power spent, choose an enemy character with the Incinerate special condition and within three of Pyro. Each chosen character drops one objective token it's holding and is pushed short away from Pyro. Yeah. I missed the short part before when I read this. Yeah. This one's so good. I mean, this could only, for one power, force him to, within three, drop an objective and get pushed short. This card is a bargain. Yeah, it is. Like, they have yep. to have incinerate on them, but Pyro does that so easily, especially if, like, his he's already done his activation, essentially, and he just needs... To finish up with that. Correct. Woof. It's awesome. Like, it is stellar. It is really, really good. I, I like it a lot. And you know what? When you have scaling tactics cards, too, it makes them usually significantly more viable. If you only have one target, guess what? It only costs one. Yeah. You're not paying three just to have it, you know, do its thing to one person. And guess what, hammers? They're all pyros now. Blah, blah, blah. He's going to get all them hammers. And... With his fire manipulation, he's just passing out incinerate. He's got an incinerate on one person, and then he can pass it out to multiple Like, there's going to be incinerate all over the place. This card is sweet for that late activation in yeah. the round. Drop that thing, and then Toad scoops it up with his tongue, mm -hmm. punches somebody, and then Blob punches him too. It's just like win, win, win. Correct. I guess I don't know what else you would want. I think people in general are pretty hyped for this particular box. It's so good. Uh, I think they're even more hyped to save 15% off it by going to Bearded Dragon Games to online and mm. pre-ordering it for that 15% off retail. I'm excited for that. Uh, right. Same. Same. Anthony won't even let us do it. It's stupid. But... <laughs> But he will. Because we, we just go and talk to him at the counter in the store. Well, instead. right. Yeah. You can also get that 15% off probably by going there in person and then saying PCME 10. I'm pretty and sure he gives me the discount when I order there. He just gives me a number and I put my card in the machine. Probably not a good way to do things no, for me. No, no. I, yeah, I would get receipts. <laughs> what are those? I don't know. I, it's like uh, it's like uh, uh, party streamers. Like from a CVS. That's what you use to like prepare a meal. You Party stream. Reddit and follow the directions. No, I well, yeah, I haven't been on Reddit for recipes in a while, but <laughs> I guess you could. Um, but yeah, I, I'm super stoked for these. I actually really like that this particular kit is coming out the day before Everwinter starts. Yeah. So um shout out to Devil Pup who was able to get, assemble, and paint Black Swan literally the day before oh, yeah. uh, the Atlantic City Open. And then he wrecked me with her. And then he wrecked on me with stream. her. <laughs> on stream. <laughs> it was almost embarrassing, but not really, because it was a great, it was super yeah. fun game anyway. But <laughs> Very much so. Um, so I'm excited to see how many people are able to get it early and uh, get it in there. You know what yeah. I mean? Are they Everwinter legal? Do you know? Yes. They are Everwinter legal. Do I know that for certain? Pretty of sure. Course. Is Brian here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I would assume so. Um, I'm, I'm going to make that my big Chuck caw, caw of the day and say that it is probably going to be legal. And uh, if it's not. I don't see why not. I will fight for it. And if they say no, I'll say, okay. It's after the street date. We've had the cards for a while. I'm sure a lot of people have actually gotten experience with them. Yeah. Uh, uh, just putting them on the table and with these cards. Mm -hmm. So like we've got 
on the information, I don't see why it wouldn't be legal. Yeah. I haven't heard anything from Brian about thing. I'm pretty sure he said they were going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, he's been making some custom dice too to give out as I'm so uh, excited for those as a as a prize and um, I just want blue dice. Yeah, time to deliver some pizza dice. Oh man, pizza MCP dice. That'd be like up there, perfect like for blob. pretty near the excitement I would have when Iceman yeah. gets revealed. Yeah. When, oh, I, I really like the uh, the affirmation that you're using of when he gets when, revealed yep. and not if. Well, what's going to happen is that I'm going to go to lunch at work. Mm -hmm. Their their reveal posts go up in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to see it before I do my afternoon classes. And I'm going to check it while my last class is like finishing something up. And I'm just going to happen to look at the Discord and someone's going to have shared the post already. I'm just going to lose my mind in my classroom. My kids are going to be like, what is happening? Yeah. And I'll, be, I'll just grab him by the collar and be like, you don't understand. I've been waiting for this since this game was announced. Um, so I have a similar expectation if they ever announce Iceman, it'll be on a day that like your phone dies uh, or like you know what i mean like you just have one of those days where like things don't work out oh yeah uh, like your car's gonna break down you'll forget your phone in the car you don't have it all day people are trying to get a hold of you you can't get a hold of them you're just like trying to coordinate stuff and just like things aren't working mm -hmm. and you finally get home and you're like i have 119 messages or or notifications from the Discord. I'm not I'm not even gonna bother. What what could be so important? I've there are tagged, 119 mentions. I've been tagged 13 times in the last hour. I, I, what? I just need to decompress and then you're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna pull it up and you're gonna see Iceman and you're gonna be like, oh, people are being jerks to me again. <laughs> Fake. And you'll pass it off and then then you'll get there and then it'll make the entire day worth it. It'll completely reverse the category of a bad day to a great day. That sounds pretty okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Going from a bad day to a great day. Yeah. I'll take it. Right. Because when they do announce him, yeah. I really hope that it somehow it's on stream or something. Or yeah. like somehow I get a video of it, but I, I'm sure it'll be some random time. Yeah. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So here's what I want you to do. Next time you have a bad day, just be like, today might be the day. I say that every day, Tim. <laughs> every day might be the day they reveal it. You know what? I, that Archangel or Angel and Iceman box or yeah. Iceman and Avalanche would be pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. Or just Iceman by himself because he's got all these different things that come with him, like giant ice mm -hmm. golems and stuff. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna have his own ultimate encounter. Has he, he goes a little up and gets upset? He's spaghetti. Yeah, like that time he had that like he had used to have to wear a, an inhibitor belt because his powers were too strong. Why didn't he just go to Mister Sinister and have Mister Sinister cut out most of his brain like Gambit did? Um, have you seen Gambit in some of the alternate know. universes where that didn't happen, where Sinister didn't like cap his powers? I feel like I've seen that in like Exiles or something. He, yeah, he's like he Omega level. Yeah, he, yeah, he just he controls all. I totally forgot he did that. He like lobotomized him to tone down his power. Yeah, yeah. That's what? How did I not know that? That's it's awesome. awesome. It is rad as heck. Um, but yeah, for those of you watching live, if you can even hear this, yeah, internet's going in and out, so stream will be popping in, popping out. Yeah, it'll be certainly rippling off of the blob's belly, but. <laughs> What Wombo Combos, because these are unaffiliated, do you see getting the most use out of these, especially Pyrotechnic? 
I mean, is it in an incinerate heavy list or because Pyro works the way he does, are you just expecting him to just be able to pull it off regularly? Well, I mean, he can do it once, right? As a tactics card. Yeah. But it's one of those finding the right time for that one is going to be really important. Yeah. Because it's like you could do it to multiple people at once if but they have to be within three of them and incinerate on them, and he's got to have some power. So I see this, the sweet spot is probably going to be two people at once. Yes, I, I think that's that's going to be the, the that's going to be the checkbox saying that it was, a, that it was a success, right? right. I do really to. like that it's not like um, well-laid plans or something. There's no roll. They just yeah. drop it. I don't yeah. have to worry about like, oh, I didn't roll a crit hit or wild this time. Mm-hmm. on four different people so it didn't work uh, you know it just happens so i think to to fulfill all those requirements i don't think you're gonna you ever it'll be very rare to get like a banger three four people dropping tokens and getting pushed yeah. like yep. that would be the dream obviously mm-hmm. but i think that's something you're gonna have every once every few games well and not something most. exactly that you want to be setting up if you have four enemies around you with objectives means most likely you're you haven't been doing super great. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Some, like, you're in trouble, yeah. for sure. But you know, sometimes the game just goes that way. It gets out of, out of your hands. Yeah. It gets out of control. And this is a way to mitigate that. And then he's just like burning everybody. Mm-hmm. And they drop it. I feel like doing it to one isn't... I mean, it's worth it. But you only get to do it yeah. once. So unless you see there's no way this is going to happen. You have another chance to do this to more than one person. Right is one of those like, well, okay, I might as well use it here because it's not probably not going to pop up again. Or if it's uh, something like the Senator or Scrolls well, where there's only one anyway. And and that's the thing, right? Is this is untyped. This isn't secure tokens. This isn't uh, asset tokens. This isn't civilian tokens. It's objective tokens across the board. Which I think is another clue that they're going to be changing mm-hmm. mission stuff Could in be. the near future because... Everything else before this has been specified as asset or civilian or whatever. It just says an objective. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if you can hit two people with this at once, awesome. Like, that is a fantastic use of this card. Mm -hmm. Dropping, like, that's potentially two point or four point swing. Yeah. If they drop two points, you pick them both up potentially. Like, maybe not with Pyro himself, but if he starts his turn with this, say he he comes back because he got flipped. The last turn, he's really stacked on power. He hits two people with this. They drop the thing. He moves and picks them up, spending power to pick them up as well. Correct. Like, that sounds awesome. He's not the most durable character, so I don't want to do this anywhere near the beginning of the round, but... I mean, maybe he doesn't need to pick it up. Tons of options. Maybe you have a Malekith that has three hammers and your rocket raccoon downs him. You know what I mean? Like, you can drop a lot of things on the table at once. Shout out to the person that did that. Um... <laughs> and so, uh, and you forget to pick them up. Does this say they drop all their tokens or one token? One. So they, so if he's got three hammers, he's only dropping one. Great point, actually. Right. Yeah. So it says because it drops power one pay, objective token. You can choose another character to do that too. Mm-hmm. But still, that's still a point off of them. Or a, on a, you know, if it's a hammer, it's one less uh, attack die is a big well, deal. Hold on. I mean, the way this reads, I, I'm really glad you said that the way you did. For each power spent. Choose an enemy character, not a different enemy character. Choose an enemy character. Okay. You could choose the same character multiple times. How I am reading that. You'd have to pay for each objective token that they're going to be dropping, and they'd still have to be within range with the push. But then it says each chosen character drops one objective token. 
Ooh. Okay. Right. So that's that that each, each kind of separates one. them. I don't know. Into single. Yeah. Each chosen character drops one. So like even if you choose the same character multiple times, mm-hmm. that character still drops one. It sounds like. Yeah. Especially for one power. Correct. They shouldn't be dropping three tokens off of one character for one power. Yeah. I even, well, I guess that would, in your argument, it's more like three power, but still. Right. But to get know, the idea behind it is that he's making this big display and it's sending fire all around him, not, you know, bombarding just one. Yeah. yeah. I think it, this is a fantastic. I love this card. And it's got a fire shark on it. Come on. Come on. And look at his face, too. The, so the, the sure arrogance in that smirk of just like, yeah. I don't even need to, have, you know, do this to you with a fire shark, but I'm going to because I can. It could just be fire, cool. but yeah. now it's a shark. Now it's a fire shark. You've heard of Sharknado. Get ready for call NATO because someone's attacking them with a fire shark. Fire shark. What's your price for flight? It's nothing because he does it for free. It costs one power. Fair. <laughs> but back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. Um I, I do like a reprinting of Brace for Impact too. Just in general, it does have now this is the new symbol, correct? On the, the bottom new, of the new like Krakoa era X-Men symbol, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm, no, I don't think so. I I th- I think it is. But looking at it there, I could be also incorrect. Well, let's let's pull up one of the other team tactics cards. Oh, by the way, um, this can remove Chimichanga from Deadpool. Fair. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I did want to quantify that it was, in fact, a um, uh, look up nanites. It is. It is the new. Symbol. It is the new symbol. OK, I got I see what you're doing um, because it's uh, it's, it's the got, inverse. The old one has the black X. This one has a white X. Mm hmm. One hundred percent. So that uh, tells, I feel like there's a good indication that Brace is going to be in standard for a while. Yes. Now that we have it Probably in multiple. Still for... uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It has multiple symbols on it. Uh, value meals. Yes. Multiple. Brace for Impact has multiple value meals, so it's going to be in standard pretty yep. much. For a long time. Yeah. It's not on the value menu, menu, which is one of the easiest menus to change. Because it's a value. It's only a dollar. <sighs> Listen, don't No, is the what's the value menu like anymore? It's like it's a it's a couple things that are like two for three fifty. That's weird, man. Like four piece nuggets. Or a hot and spicy McChicken. I mean, how do you compare those two? One's got bread. They actually are both mostly bread. <laughs> mostly bread and bread accessories. Accessories. <laughs> I need to start watching that show. I haven't actually seen it because of you and like Ben and Chuck. I still quote it all the time. Yeah, it's really good. It's a really good show. I will say things like Hank, Hank's wife or Hank, somebody else. Hank's like I hear wife. a name that has just a single syllable yeah. like them. I like killed Fitty Man. I mean, or Lady Bird. Lady Bird. <laughs> I've never seen that episode. <laughs> I know it's about a dog, but that's about it. Yeah, I need to watch it. Hank and Peggy weren't able to conceive initially, so Hank gave up on account of his narrow urethra and got Peggy a dog called Ladybird. And then they got pregnant with Bobby. That's my purse. I don't know you. I don't know you. It's another one. Ah, 
but but yeah super stoked for this box super stoked that it's going to be out in time for everwinter super stoked that it's going to be on the prize wall at everwinter super stoked to be giving away probably like 50 something raffle tickets for everwinter raffle uh, tickets. so if you do have tickets for that please let us know so we can enter you in that raffle because you do have to be present at the Everwinter event on the weekend of December 10th in downtown Boston to be able to make use of those raffle tickets. But let me know. It'll be cool. 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 I'm super excited for this event. I'm very excited as well. Slapchap's going to be there himself. And I like Boston. I'm not a city person. I don't like cities. Yeah. They're, eh, I don't like them. Boston's <laughs> pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. Boston is aggressively okay. Shout out to Dylan Dyer, who, who was here last week yeah, and yeah. had a blog drop on Monday about uh, not fearing your spooky bases. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. That what the material he used to make the, the spooky stuff was yeah. really awesome. And yeah. I was like, all right, I might need to get some of that. Yep. I, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I have not ever learned on more not than reading the blogs there at professionalcasual.com that Dylan's been writing about how to paint, how to base, how to make your your darks darker and your whites and lights lighter. He knows what he's doing for sure. Yeah. He's yeah. a fantastic painter. Correct. Uh, he'll also be on an upcoming episode of Elite Eight Showdown next Friday talking about the best narrative devices for storytelling in comics. That's can you give me some examples? Because I, I okay. can. It's a uh, very like niche. It is, racket. but it's really good, right? So it's things like um, the mutant first uh, narrative with Magneto and what stories you can tell with that. Um, the fight for independence and uh, fighting the man effectively for Catwoman and uh, Black Cat. Um, Daredevil's Catholic guilt and what stories that you can tell with that. Okay. A, I, I a narrative you meant device like actual pertaining like to literary it. devices. No, gotcha. <laughs> Remember that I uh never went to school. So I don't know what actual narrative devices are, but uh aspects of a character and their story that provide them the ability to have a variation of stories to be told. Like Iceman being an accountant. Yes, that's that's what everyone says. <laughs> Uh, but but taking a look at some things and how it expanded into, you know, micro universes like Spider-Man and the with great power comes responsibility and how each one of the other spider people in that family have taken that creed very differently. On the reverse, Batman and that like do no wrong and you have to protect people and how all the Ooh. other Bat family have taken that on in different ways. Mm. Every Robin has taken a very different interpretation yeah of batman's policies yeah, do anything about damian wayne oh he's awesome <laughs> so is the red hood love both of those guys <laughs> i do like that a lot of people uh in the bat family as a whole are like yeah bruce is dumb just kill him like, <laughs> right <laughs> anybody else that's like joined him is just like what are you doing bro yep like you're making this so much harder for yourself correct but blam but in the same way um with the spider family, right? We're kind of, if it's Kane Parker or Ben Riley or Spider-Gwen uh, or even uh, Spider-Man 2099, they all have that base frame of reference, but they all kind of do it differently than Spider-Man did. The same with Miles Morales. Mm. Um, and and that, that feeling of loss, right? Where Spider-Man or Peter Parker lost Ben and uh, Miles lost his uncle. 
and how they both reacted to that and and took that creed internally, but in somewhat different ways, is is really neat. You can tell like a lot a, of different stories with it. I li- I'm excited to listen to that episode. It was like that an hour and 45 really cool. minute episode. It was it? one, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. It was actually really cool to see how different character arcs and different um, kind of like groupings around uh, comic book universes like actually are different sides of the same coin. Like that that Batman and and Spider Man one, I felt like were actually really similar in having a strong central theme where the main character or the originating character, in that case, Batman and Peter Parker, had a creed that they could never really do correctly and other people did it better. <laughs> so I, I really, I really dug that. It was a great episode. Shout out to Dylan Dyer. Dr. D. Dr. D. Love that guy. Yeah, for real. One of my favorite people. But we have some other stuff to talk about. You may be saying, Tim, what else is on the agenda for tonight? And I will tell you, you may be thinking, it sounds like you're stalling. <laughs> what What about uh, Elite Eight segment? So, yes. We now uh, sit on the cleanup phase. I, I did. I did. Um, thank you for bringing that up because I had that mentally and I was like, oh. So, if you haven't <laughs> yet, uh, join the Patreon at patreon.com slash professional casual. Joining at any tier gives you access to the cleanup phase, which is, uh, you know, and after the store closes, game shop talk about conventions, Marvel Crisis Protocol, what we've been doing in our spare time, a bunch of behind the scenes stuff at the network. And that's low key where we announce a whole bunch of stuff as well. We've done a lot of announcing in the two times we've done it so far. Correct. So we, <laughs> we did have a new episode two weeks ago because uh, I had Dylan on last week, right? Right. Yes. So um, two weeks ago, where we announced some some new stuff that's rolling out, uh, the uh, the spy friends and the the robot friends uh, designs that are coming out for the sleeves and tokens, which are all up for pre-order right now as well. And we announced that there. And we also talked about a new segment that's going to be coming to this particular show um, in the vein of what some people might refer to as uh, the Elite Eight Showdown gimmick, where we will take a theme uh, and we will have an eight subject elimination bracket uh, uh, with whoever is on that particular episode talking about things uh, based in MCP. It's exciting. We're going to debut the first iteration of that new segment on the next cleanup phase uh, in probably the next couple weeks here. Uh, And the first one will be actually very well timed with the announcement of the Blob and Pyro cards as one of them will be included on that bracket. And that Bracket will be buddy ups, team ups, your favorite tactics cards that have two people doing things that only they can do together. Friends do stuff together. F is for you and me. <laughs> Wait, what? Nope. <laughs> but uh But yeah, Leapfrog's jumping on that list. Whatever else is on there, something's getting booted off. Yeah, something else is gonna get booted off. So uh on the on the last cleanup phase, we went through all of the the cards that would uh, technically qualify for this. And that helped us out as well, throwing some other ideas in there. There's a lot more than I recall. Yeah, first I was like, we're going to find eight, right? And then it's like, oh, wait, there's like 80. There, yeah, there was certainly double digits. So stuff like A Better Tomorrow, right? That is an unaffiliated card. It requires two characters tag teaming, buddying up. Miles Morales or Miles Morales and Miss Marvel being able to do something together. Uh, cat and Mouse with Spider-Man and Black Cat. 
uh, Daughters of Thanos with Gamora and Nebula. There's a bunch of these cards that are very specific and, and very narratively focused on two characters teaming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the the, the big long stain specials, right, uh, of comic books for Marvel for a long time was the team up. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man team up was a great right series for a long time, and it would, that was just him teaming up with people. Yeah, all you know. That's just that's a superhero thing. The team ups. And the first they fight for a minute and then they realize they're on the same side and then they buddy up and they fight some other big bad. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. So if, if you have uh, anything to say about your favorite tag team or your buddy up, your team up, your uh, your 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 duo tactics cards, let us know. <laughs> Excellent. Or to give us three ideas. Yeah. Cap Thor, Cap Stark, Cap Bucky. Yep. <laughs> Those are three cards already. Yep. Thunder hey. Wave, I think, is one. Thunder Wave and Ricochet Blast. What's the Cat Bucky one? I can't think. Got your back or down the line? Or I want to say like got that. your back first, but isn't that Bucky's actual superpower? Yeah, probably. Uh, the line. If I no, type in something else, maybe it is. Nope. I'll just type in line till the end of the line. Winter Soldier and Captain America. Oh yeah. Oh, so they can't be moved and stuff. I used that a long time ago, and then he used bitter rivals on me. That game was salty. And then I. <laughs> Hit five people with some uh, vision beams. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, it was real, real fun. Ugh. But uh, yeah, uneasy allies, Spidey and Venom. So I, and I think these these are just really cool thematic cards that let you do something awesome. I mean, um, we talked about it earlier. Fearful but. symmetry. And you say they were going to make that one count? I was. Yeah, I was going to force that one in there. <laughs> it requires two characters. It works. They're buddies kind of now. The Hulk and She-Hulk one was the Agents of Smash. Agents of Smash. Yep. Ah, uh, there's so many good ones. But we got to narrow it down to eight. Correct. And that's why we are putting limiters on it, right? It has to be two. Just two. So like a rogue being able to interact with multiple people or Deadpool being able to interact with multiple people don't count. Not included. That might be a different bracket in the future. It probably will be. <laughs> we got we got time. So, yeah, super into it. I think it'll be really fun and uh I think probably it oh, won't, the Guardian one Deadly Duo. It'll probably be the 17th. We'll probably do the cleanup phase on the 17th of November. Thanksgiving will be the following week. And we right, we're probably not won't be on that Thanksgiving. day. So um, we're, you know, maybe we'll have a, a pre-recorded show or something go up. But that'd be nice. Yeah, because that night I'm going to be watching Muppet Family Christmas to kick off the Christmas season after Thanksgiving dinner. That's how we do. That's a great choice. Honestly. I love that one. Home That's Alone. One I don't get tired of watching every single year. Home Alone is mine. That I kicks love off Home Alone. I love that movie so much. Just ah, the the John Williams, his score in it is right? so good. Right? His uh, yeah, just that 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 Home Alone theme that dun 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 love it, love it. My daughter got obsessed with the Home Alone movies a few years ago. Yeah, where it was like every day she had to watch Home Alone, and I was like, just turn it down. Right. Like, I, I'm hearing the same movie every day. Like, I got to go do something else because mm-hmm. she was obsessed. But they're classics, mm-hmm. at least the first two. I still, to this day, whenever I go into a pharmacy to buy a toothbrush, I ask the clerk, is this toothbrush approved by the American Dental Association? And they say, just look at the label, kid. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, it's right on there. I was like, I just can you just check with someone manually, please? Can you just make this? I mean, can just get my reference? Yeah, I'm I'm on my knees here, so I can act like I'm a little kid. I got the scarf. I got the whole thing. Like just, <laughs> you got your Kevin McAllister cosplay. Yes, 
you know, I have like eight of those. I have what? Well, uh, just it. imagine Rocket <laughs> in this game, but it's Kevin McAllister model. <laughs> oh, with the brown winter jacket and the brown winter hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually really good. I like that quite a bit. It's so stupid. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raven's Guard, the uh the Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel one too. I absolutely fits there. Captain Marvel and War Machine. Yes. There's so many. There are, there's a lot of them. I mean, Wolverine and Colossus. Everybody loves fastball. Sibling rivalry. That card was real mean to me recently. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> this, cutting it down to eight is going to be difficult because yeah. it's like we got to take our eight favorites and then decide what's the best one. Yeah. Thankfully, a lot of the real bangers, like, it is cut down already because we're, it has to be two characters, thankfully, because... I mean, you're talking 20 plus cards of easy of of tag teams and and more like well, we have like 200 cards or more now. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, 10 just from Nick Fury Jr. So, yes. Yep. <laughs> he had 10 alone. But yeah, uh, narrowing it down. We're going to get so many suggestions. And just from that huge list, narrowing it down to eight is going to be the hardest part. Us discussing it and talking about it would be no difficulty at all. No. Zero we'll have to get real technical. What is the actual bracket? That's why it's the Elite Eight Showdown segment. Is you got to go back to what is the name of the bracket. That wording is incredibly important and will normally help you make tough calls. I, and I think that's the way to go. Because yep. I mean, obviously it's subjective, but it Correct. needs to be subjective based on something more concrete. And maybe because there are so many there, maybe that's a multi, you know what I mean? Maybe that's a multi-week bracket. Maybe the winner of week one goes on to week two. And then the winner of week two becomes the champion and has to go on and face all the other ones that include multiple characters. Oh, they make it a bigger, like the top 16 instead of eight. And yeah. there. Oh, man, that sounds brutal. Yeah. Team Tactics Madness is what they'll call it. <laughs> T nope. Madness starts with not a T. That's true. So Team, team tactic Tactics Terror. Team yeah. Tactics Tundra. Turnbuckle. Oh, the old oh, turnbuckle that, team that, tactic. That kind of fits. It does. I started to think of a ridiculous word that started with T. Team turnbuckle tactics? Team tactics turnbuckle. Turnbuckle tactic team. <laughs> okay, you're losing it now. Turn team table buckles. Turntable team tactics turnbuckle. Ooh, the third. <laughs> Junior Esquire. Roethlisberger, Heimensteimers, Fishy, Witchfordly. But that said, super important question. Mm -hmm. And this is one I would actually really like answers to uh, from you guys at home or on stream or listening to the podcast. So hit us up either uh, at the email um, or Instagram or Facebook or just somewhere. Send us a message and let us know. Out of the characters that are currently in the game, two questions. First question. Out of all the characters that are in the game, who doesn't have a Buddy Up Team Tactics card that you would like to see, and what is it, and who does it involve? Second, is there a character not in the game yet that should absolutely have a Buddy Up or Team Up Tactics card with an existing character in the game? I got an idea for the first one. Okay. I'm going to uh, literally mute your mic if it involves Iceman. 
That doesn't. He's not in the game. Okay, then I don't have to move, you, move your mic. You said it for a character that's in the game. For the first question, were you not listening to the second I question? I did because I was thinking about the first one. All right. <laughs> you I, should know I would be doing that. I, yeah, but dude, I couldn't even get the sentence out without knowing that that was already the case. <laughs> <laughs> so Spider-Man, mm -hmm. Peter Parker, mm -hmm. needs a tactics card that's just Spider-Man team up. Where he, uh, like, it's like nanites kind of thing or uh the initiative where someone becomes a web warrior because Ooh. he's always teaming up with everybody or uh, no we'll do it the opposite that he becomes a part of, of whatever affiliation yeah that the squad is so he can benefit from their cards i like it and it works for peter parker so it's either version here's what i want to see deadpool and wolverine the okay. card is called now i'm better at whatever it is wolverine does <laughs> And as long as they both pay one, uh, if Wolverine makes a charge or a what I do, Deadpool can pay two and do the same charge and also get an attack. I love that. Yeah, that's really good. The the recent the last few months of Wolverine and X-Force comics with Deadpool, like just forcing himself in as an honorary member of Krakoa and X-Force has just been gold. It's like. It's Deadpool without being too over the top. Like he's still goofy and weird, but it's not quite. It's not in the, in the realm of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been so good. Uh, is it um something Percy? I think is the writer. Uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his first name now, uh, but the Thunder he Thief. has just been. His Wolverine and X-Force stuff has been stellar. That's awesome. That sounds really good, actually. I like it a lot. All right. So this also goes against both of the rules that I made, both the one you listened to and the one you didn't listen yeah, to. Yeah, I didn't. What's the second one? As, uh, a, uh, a team tactics uh, card buddy up with a character in the game and a character that's not yet. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, Spider-Man is an amazing friend. Oh, yeah. Him and uh, Human Torch. Absolutely. Or Firestar. So. <laughs> yeah, the second one. Yeah. Um, I, I think that even though he wasn't on Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends, that Spider-Man and Human Torch are just in general amazing friends. I feel like they're like in the way that Human Torch really doesn't like Iceman. I feel like he's similar with Peter Parker because they, they all three of them have very similar personalities. I disagree. Spider-Man was there for Franklin Richards to help him deal with the loss of his uncle. When Human Torch was dead for a while? Yeah. They had this really nice moment on the Statue of Liberty, oh, which yeah. is normally where Spider-Man and Human Torch would go to hang out and talk about, you know, getting a pizza or scamming some chicks. Are they friends? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's weird that you know that, and given your disdain for Fantastic Four. Well, it was in a Spider-Man book, so. Fair. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Spider-Man. In fact, I still have uh, a comic you got me. In our youth, it was Spider-Man, like an anniversary edition. Oh, yeah? It was like a silver and uh, and black uh, fronted thing. Uh, I forget exactly what it is. That but sounds I, cool. Sometimes I find it in a box, and I say, oh, that's what this is. Huh. And I continue looking for whatever I was looking for. <laughs> oh, hey, it's that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's probably still my brace for impact, which I haven't been able to find in a long time. You're going to get a new one. I'm going like to get a new one. About a month. With a blob tummy on it. Way better. I'm really excited for it. Oh, man, who's that's not in the game yet? Try not to do Iceman. Okay, so that's too obvious. Uh, easy. So I got another one. Obvious, right? Professor X and Juggernaut. 
where Juggernaut can throw Professor X, similar to sibling rivalry, because now he can hit you with Charles. Charles won't take any damage from it, but it, he will make a collision with a size three, uh, you know, chair mobility device. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Jeez. Same deal, too. Granted, this is two characters not in the game, but you can replace a Charles Xavier with a Phantom X uh, because he's been riding around in Phantom X's body for a little while now. Fair. Yeah. Also, uh, th- a third thing in a row. Uh, Agatha Harkness. We need in okay. the game. Okay. Just straight up. Uh, I was like, how, how have we never talked about that? And maybe we have, and I just forgot, but like, I was looking at something today. I was looking at information about the Agatha Harkness show. Yeah, they like, had some reveals about, like, announcements about that today. Yeah, so I was like, she absolutely needs to be there. That'd be awesome as heck. Yeah, I mean, a witch to, to counter the wizards? Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about her outside of the WandaVision, but... Sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, She's and that cool. that cow lady that l- raised Scarlet Witch for a while. Yeah, Magna. Magna. That'd be cool. I think. That yeah, I was high evolutionary and manbull. They could do some real wild things with him. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, but uh, manbull in uh, She Hulk. She Hulk was really good. Really, That's good. pretty cool. Especially like the chairs. Just, oh, I just I put all those chairs there. <laughs> It was a deep cuts man bull and I forgot the other guy's name now. Yeah. I do not a bullfighter. Not a bullfighter. <laughs> ah, Rusty also says uh alt art sibling rivalry with Juggernaut and Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, it is. I forgot they're actually brothers too. When I made that joke, they're half brothers. Yeah, they're just yeah. like Thor and Loki are. Yeah, actually. Kind of. Maybe they're not actually blood related at all. Maybe it's more of an adoption thing. But I like think it was more of an adoption thing, yeah. Yeah. Hell cow. Yes. Hell cow? Mm-hmm. What? That yeah. sounds familiar, but I can't picture anything. Yeah. Th- I kind of don't want to. They did hell cow, I feel like, in something in the last couple of years. Because I remember sounds it was like a big weird. dealio. It does sound really familiar. We may have talked about it on this show in the yeah. past, but, you know, like... I think it was a Chuck It was thing. like a year ago. I'm not going to remember. If I if I have to recall... Yeah, I think it was an episode of Elite Eight Showdown of Maybe the most ridiculous uh, comic book characters. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. That was, a, that was a really funny episode. But super dig that. Now... Oh, my God. <laughs> just look up Hell Cow. I don't know Hell Cow. It's literally just a cow with fangs and, like, a Dracula cape. <laughs> yeah. Like an actual, like, on all fours cow. It's incredible. I want that for the animal team. So it's like Hell Cow, yes. and Rocket Raccoon, Lizard, or, or some major. Like, mm-hmm. it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. There's Deadpool team up featuring Hell Cow. Uh, when it becomes official, I guess you could consider it bovinified. Get it? Instead of bonafide? I started listening. I'm looking at bovinified. Hell cow. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. Dude, sh- <laughs> all right everyone just if you want to be able to support uh danny on the network uh because she has to deal with dan tuning out after the first few words of most sentences uh, there's a great place to do that and that's <laughs> patreon.com slash professional casual even at the one dollar tier you get access to the cleanup phase uh you get access to the discord which is awesome and we have recently raised the amount of uh slots that we have for that one dollar tier as well yep it was full we added 10 more we're at there are like 35 of those now. Join the research team. Join the research team. 
Uh, not only does it get you access to a whole bunch of stuff, it also supports us uh, directly. It allows us to be able to do the things uh, that we like to do, uh, have the equipment to be able to stream shows, stream uh, battle reports, and do all the stuff that, uh, you know, we do. Traveling around to conventions so that we can stream the tournaments. And meet people in the community. And meet people in the community. And, uh, you know, it, it, it means a lot to us, your support. And uh, honestly, we couldn't keep going forward without it. So we really appreciate that. Uh, as always, we always want to thank uh, all of our patrons, but especially our King Ding Doppelgaunt dongers and our professional cake sitters, mm. including Cider Drinker, Bicon, mm. Tony Hot Hands, mm. Leroy, yeah. Cider Drinker, Rob, uh -huh. Cider Drinker, and you can't forget him. You can't. You can never you forget just him. Just talk to him today. I did just talk to him today. He got published. Cider drinker. Bastian. Bastian. Ah, oh. so disappointed in you. Ah, uh, so is <laughs> so is Bastian. <laughs> but, <laughs> He's gonna leave you another long ranting voicemail. Yeah, even mad at you for not replying to that because he can't. Yeah, and he knows that. <laughs> And we have we have conversations about it every single time he calls the network number at 603-803-3235. He call it. He leaves a voicemail asking me to respond to him. And then he gets mad that I don't respond to him. I can't respond internationally. It doesn't work. But you can respond to him like through the Discord. Yeah, and You're I like, do hey, that. Thanks. And then he gets <laughs> Yeah. It's he just wants to talk with you. It's good shtick. It, it, is. it, it really, really is. Good. We love Bastion so much. Gaster, hello. Gaster, huh? Has arrived. Do you know who Gaster is? Is there that you related to Guster, one of my favorite bands? No, he is related <laughs> to two of my favorite people. Oh, Papyrus and Sands. It's their father, Gaster. He That's was, a font. He was hidden in the original Undertale. Oh, um, mm -hmm. in a locked room that you couldn't go into. But, but he was there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a different Gaster. Never mind. <laughs> Well, you tried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but really appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, Facebook.com slash professional casual, Twitch, uh, right here where you're watching this potentially, or watching it, you know, when it goes in and out. Uh Monday, we will be back with a new oh yeah, the power phase. We were off this past week because it was Halloween. And we had kids to walk around with. Uh Dan and Danny were the healers from Bluey, right? Yep. Uh, I got to reprise uh, my Fat Thor costume. I didn't wear the beard this time, and it was significantly more comfortable. I bet. Uh, there was also a couple other Fat Thors roaming around the neighborhood. I did, at one point, I thought one was you, and I was going to say something to him, and then I realized it was not you. <laughs> it's actually outside your house. <laughs> I was like, wow, how'd they get back here before us? Oh, that's not Tim. Um, I really appreciate that. Uh there were a couple other Fat Thors with Stormbreakers as well, mm -hmm. but they just had regular hoodies on, not hoodies and a bathrobe. They yeah. really phoned it in. Your costume was pretty legit. I was pretty happy with it. Were you? You don't sound like it. No, actually I was. For the time and effort that I put into just ordering a couple things off of Amazon real quick and then not trying them on for three weeks, actually, yeah, <laughs> was pretty stoked with it. <laughs> um, also, I love that Stormbreaker. That, like, it's really cool. It's really cool. I, you could do damage with it, but it's also still a toy enough that you could also play hit people with it and yeah. not hurt them. It's just but, the way it's weighted, just swinging it. It like, is. The chain, swinging oh, the chain. The way it's, it's weighted is incredible. 
just I it feels I, really good in your hand. I, I couldn't stop swinging that all night. Like, <laughs> and I mean like literally every other night that I've been using it because I just walk around the house smashing stuff with it. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Your son. Boom. Yeah. The one. Boom. I mean, just for that. Oh, I, take I just, it out to the garage and just hit those cats. Dan, no. So they'll leave. <laughs> no. Okay, swing at the cat. That's cats. mean. You're not, you can't do that to cats. Then they'll Kids, leave. Yes. No, not to cats. Not to animals. That's cruel. Okay, don't actually hit them, I said. Oh, gotcha. I will say, what that what that Stormbreaker was great for was my three-year-old running into roads, and I could, like, you yeah, know, you you know those, those, uh, those hooks that they would, the like, pull group. bad comedians off yeah. of uh, stage with? Like, just be I saw you do that once or twice. You hooked him with the axe part, like get over here. Yeah, it was. uh, It'd be fast, especially if you're not looking. Yeah, they take off, dude. And he was a a dinosaur, right? And the hood was too big, so it kept covering up his eyesight. So he was just taking off in random directions. (laughs) (laughs) He had no idea where he was. But and then he would turn around and you know because I'm wearing a a costume that has hair on it, he has no idea who I am anymore either. So. But it was it was a good time. But we'll be back Monday uh, with that right here on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash professional casual network, 7 p.m. Eastern live from Beard Dragon Games. Are you going to be there this week? Uh, probably. What? I'll give Dane the, you know, the right of first refusal, but <laughs> I, I appreciate how you do that, too. You want to? <laughs> Never mind. But <laughs> um, what do you what do you want to play? I was just going to say, like. You know, perks of being in the Discord, always you can uh, always feel free to shoot us some suggestions to do whatever. For um, sure. I hope maybe I'll get some more Sentinels painted or something. We yeah. can try those out. Um, I've really been wanting it, but. to maybe redo some of the older organized play kits as well. I really want to do like Vibranium Heist again. I really like want to do the Dormammu Ultimate Encounter. Yeah. It's moving the tokens to the portal things, and he's got some minions. Like, I... I I didn't get to play that one. I know we need three people for that, so it's a little more difficult to schedule. But Would you want to play as Dormammu or against I don't really Dormammu? Care. Probably against Dormammu, but okay. I don't really care. I love playing the big bad guy, so that, I mean, you couldn't have said anything better, in my opinion. <laughs> that but. one just seems super cool, and it has so many extra parts to it. Like, yeah. that box is awesome mostly because of that thing, and I haven't got to do it yet. Uh, but I, I'd be down for another organized play. Heck yeah. I think we should do that a lot more. They're really fun. They have some really great kits out There's there. Really, yeah. Though ultimate encounters and organized play kits are just all yeah. of them have been so good. Well, and um, separation anxiety was just so incredibly good that it gets a lot of the attention. Yeah. But there are some really, really, really good other ones out there. Really liked vibranium heist. The Dormammu one is stellar, and there's really kind of two for Dormammu. There's the one yeah, that he's comes got in the box, one of and the one, one of that like leads up to him uh, coming around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. The Unstoppable Colossonaut is also really good. Yeah, I like um, that one because you don't have to have three. Yeah. You kind of could. Uh, I'd really like to redo the Magneto one. Yeah. We only did that once, and we realized later that we were actually missing a card yeah. in the box. To we, we, we didn't have the complete rule set that night, yep. which I believe we have now, mm-hmm. or we found it in the box later or something. <laughs> I forget exactly what the scenario was, yeah. but we did that one kind of wrong because we're missing some of those rules i'd really like to revisit that one because that one was yeah, really same. cool also i love magneto so i mean right he's just rad easy peasy um but ben uh just joined the patreon hey thanks ben uh, to get access to the cleanup phase and he's asking how to watch the cleanup phase good question so when you're on patreon.com slash professional casual uh all you got to do is search in the box cleanup phase 
All the episodes of the cleanup phase are tagged uh, with the tag cleanup phase. Also, MCP and Witteraw and uh, I think, oh, yeah, oh. as well. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Witteraw. The, the old Witteraw. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So thank you so much, Ben. Welcome to the Patreon as well. And guys, we will see you next week when we will be talking about, I'm going to call it right now. You ready for this? The new Sabretooth card. I wanted to helicopter you so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting the Sabretooth card this week. So was I. Very surprised to get Pyro and Blob cards because I kind of mm -hmm. forgot that we hadn't gotten those yet. But yeah, we should get a Sabretooth card and it's going to be awesome, I can tell. It's actually, that that was my pump fake. It's actually not going to be the Sabretooth <gasps> card. It's going to be uh, some Wolverine Tactus cards. Okay. Or the okay. Uh, Weapon X program affiliation. I would like to know what's on that. Or, Maybe we'll actually get a, a teaser on that again. We haven't gotten that in a long time. Or it'll be information about the new organized play kit that comes with the Hydra tank. Or just some reveals of what's coming after January. Or what are we getting in 2023? What month is Iceman? Is it January? Is it February? Because it's still winter. Oh, real quick question. This is actually super important. Uh, and please feel free to chime in on this and tell me how I'm right. Winter, spring, summer, fall. When do they start? When do they end? I'm going to tell you, don't even answer. December, January, and February are winter. Okay. March, April, May, spring. June, July, August, summer. September, October, November is fall. The day it starts, not September 23rd. All of September is fall. None of it is summer. Okay. No part of November is winter. It is only fall. Okay. I will die on this hill that only I care about. I don't care enough about to argue this. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I'm a science teacher. I've taught earth science and talked about, like, the equinox mm. and things. Like, I get yes. it. The seasons are, are rather subjective. Nope. They're literally what I said they were. Alright, we're gonna get Iceman in July, because his birthday is July 28th. I was actually gonna ask when his uh, when his birthday was. I didn't, actually didn't know that. I had to look it up. July 28th, 1946. Ooh, 28th is difficult. I was going to assume that he was a cancer because he's so caring about other people and emotionally stunted with his own well-being. Uh, shout out to Chuck. But when does cancer end? In I July? thought it was in the fall. I don't know. Cancer? No, because because I'm a Gemini and cancer is right after that. So I think cancer picks up like August. late June. And probably. Goes All right. To like Here's what to I think about horoscopes and tell me why I'm right. It's just the month. If you're born in April, you're an Aries. Whatever. Who cares? If you're born in June, you're a Gemini. Done. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. See no! You next week. <laughs> no! We're not going to end it there! At least until we find out what Iceman's sign is. Uh, yeah, so July 28th was his birthday, so I don't know. Uh, I don't, you really just Googled what is Iceman's sign? Yeah. <laughs> it should give me the answer to that question. No. How does Google work again? What? How about what is Iceman's Zodiac sign? What, what is uh, sign? <laughs> That would be the easy way to do it. <laughs> What's Leo? He's a Leo. Oh, he is a Leo. Oh, Mr. Leo, Mr. Leo. I don't think that fits for Iceman, actually, as, as a Leo. Doesn't mean anything. It does. It means that. He's obviously a Leo on the cusp of being a Cancer because he I, he has a lot of um, uh, traits go associated with Sorry. Cancers. We got to wrap this up. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, uh, guess what, guys? We're also going to start a new segment called uh, What is That Superhero Sign? Oh, where we will see if they fit. No, I'm with... so sad that this got started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we love you so much. Thank you. Uh, we really appreciate you. And we'll see you Monday for, oh, yeah, the power face. Oh, yeah. Bye. I love you. I'm looking right at it. Stream is ending. Where'd it go? <laughs> is it not here no more? Oh, for the starting soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.